Welcome to another episode of Rooted and Reaching, a podcast about startups and entrepreneurs in the South Bend Elkhart region of Indiana. My name is Nick Kuhn. And I'm Bethany Hartley. Today, I'll be speaking with Annie Johnson with Take Care South Bend, and she'll be sharing about connecting local small businesses with the gifting industry. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Annie. Hi, thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks for being here. So on this podcast, we talk to entrepreneurs and startups from across the South Bend Elkhart region. And, you know, we love your company, Take Care South Bend, and would love to share with everyone what you are and what you're doing and everything about your business. So jumping right into that, can you share a little bit about your business and kind of your business model? Sure. My business is Take Care South Bend, and we do care packages, gift baskets, and subscription boxes. Uh, the thing that makes us special is that we use products from local shops and makers. Uh, my business model is completely based on collaboration. So I actually didn't create any of the items in this box that I brought for a sample. The things come from all different vendors around our, t- our around our South Bend area. So we've got coffee from South Bend. We have waffles from Napanee. We have honey from North Liberty. We have soap made in Buchanan. We have even a sticker for the card made in Niles. Mm. And we have this beautiful candle made in South Bend. That's awesome. How do you find the people that you work with? Oh, I really love shopping. So it's great (laughs) that I get paid to do it now. Um, But yeah, in all seriousness, I tried myself to shop local a few years ago. I gave myself a challenge for Christmas one year that all my gifts were going to come from local shops and artists. Mm -hmm. And it was so easy to do. And then once you get to kind of know the circuit, where these entrepreneurs hang out. You get to know them personally, and then they tip you off to a friend of theirs who's jumping in the game. So it's been really fun for me to see new artists and makers come on the scene. And then, of course, some leave or decide that this life is not for them, Mm -hmm. and they uh, hang up their maker hats and, you know, on to the next. But it's been really great to get to know the scene that entrepreneurs are in in South Bend. That's very cool. So can you speak a little to... How did you come up with this idea? How did you get here? What's kind of your founding story? Hmm. Well, this is actually my second gift basket business. So I had one in Washington State. Um, Having grown up in Ohio and my mother and my aunts just made gift baskets all the time for each other for every occasion, I didn't think there was anything special about them. And when I went to Washington and gave gifts that way, people were just overwhelmed. And they said, oh, can I pay you $500 to make one for my niece's baptism next week? And I'd say, $500? This stuff comes from Dollar Tree. Like, sure. Right, that's <laughs> But great no, margins. I won't charge you $500. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was just doing stuff like that. And it wasn't, there wasn't any soul to it, really. It was just buy low, sell high, mm-hmm. make it pretty, um, use all the plastic. And um, when I came to South Bend, I thought, well, I'll do something else. Because there's no secret to making gift baskets living in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how to do it. No one's going to pay me exorbitant amounts to make them a gift basket. Mm-hmm. But as time went on and as I started shopping local for myself and I saw all the obstacles that are in front of entrepreneurs and artists here, I thought, well, I could use those gift basket skills to help promote their businesses as well. So we kind of grew out of that. Mm, That's very cool. So I know as a consumer of your business and of the products that you curate, um, 
when you do you still use the method of the porch pickup and all of that or have you grown beyond that what is how do people buy your yeah, product yeah i no longer have to do porch pickups when i first started it was during the pandemic i opened in february 2020 with no idea of what was coming so at the very beginning i was getting things to customers through no contact porch drop offs and through no contact no contact porch pickups from my house. Um, now I have a retail space at the Portage Collective. It's at 905 Portage Avenue, right next to the Botany Shop and near Brainlayer Books too. And it's wonderful. We love the near Northwest neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So customers can order on the website and pick up at the Portage Collective. I do offer deliveries as well. So I can deliver to South Bend, Mishawaka, and Granger, mm -hmm. as well as to our college campuses. So Notre Dame, St. Mary's, and Bethel. That's awesome. So what has been the most surprising part of running your own business? <laughs> the most surprising part to me is what I really enjoy making the most. I thought it would be celebratory gifts like for birthdays or anniversaries. But I think my favorite thing to make are gifts for people who are in need of comfort. Mm -hmm. So bereavement gifts are actually my most favorite thing to make. Interesting. Wow. And you mentioned college campuses. So what, did, what does that typically look like as far as do you get a high volume? Are there specific days that tend to be more popular? Not yet. I'm really hoping to get more into the college student market this upcoming school year. But there are so many kids who are spending their first birthdays away from home, uh, who have you know girlfriends and boyfriends that they want to give something to on Valentine's Day. But maybe with all the exams, they don't have time or freshmen don't even have a car at Notre Dame for that mm -hmm. first year. So they can order from me and I can go out and deliver right to the dorms because I have a parking pass and know my way around campus. It's not too hard. And I can also text students to come meet me at a public location if they have a locked apartment. Um, and I even have some EcoL vinyl stickers on my van so they know I'm not an ax murderer. <laughs> That's wonderful news. That's very important. So diverging a little bit and we'll come back to the business side. It sounds like you didn't grow up in this region. I did not. I okay. grew up in Ohio. Okay. So what brought you here? Kind of how long have you been here? What does your community look like? Sure. My husband and I met as undergrads at Notre Dame. Uh, we moved away after I graduated in 01, and we lived in Washington State until 2008. Then we moved back here in October of 2008, and we just kind of watched the city come back to life. As a student, I didn't have a really clear picture of what South Bend was like. They told us, oh, don't go off campus too late at night. It's scary. Go in groups. Mm. Uh, there's no transportation out there. Uh, this was, you know, back in the late 90s. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think, I think some of that messaging the students are still getting mm -hmm. and I really want to break that stereotype about South Bend. But even so, so many changes have happened in our city since we moved here in 08. Mayor Pete was just coming into office. Mm -hmm. So we got to really see the city's renaissance and we're so excited for all the things that are coming next. That's awesome. So I think jumping back into the business side of things, when it has come to finding your community, finding your support mechanisms, what does that look like for you? Because most entrepreneurs, if you're especially if you're a solo entrepreneur, can be a little lonely, a little quiet sometimes. So I'm just curious, where where do you seek out your your people? 
Okay, well, it can be a little quiet. I guess with my business model of collaboration, I'm communicating with people all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not only with my vendor partners, but with the members of the Portage Collective. We are staffing a shop together, making schedules together, planning events together. So I feel like I get a lot of people time in my work. Yeah. But I also you know, really appreciate my friends. I have friends who have been just key in supporting the business, either by purchasing or sharing online on social media, uh, telling their friends about my business. And for that, I'm really thankful. So has there been anything in your box? And I know this might be a little biased, but I'm curious if there's are there are any products that you find people are you, gravitating towards more than other things? Ooh, that, that is good. Well... I would say the boxes often fall, especially when I'm doing custom work. I'll ask the customer to choose a budget that they're comfortable with and then tell me a little bit about their recipient. And then we usually go one of two ways. Either they want to do some food or they want to do some self-care. And this box is kind of combining both. So it's the best of both worlds. But for self-care, people are really excited about Soapy Gnome and Mm. Raw Oats and Refillery. Mm. And those are two excellent soapers in the area. And then for food, these Stroop waffles are out of this world. They are made by a Dutch couple who live in Napanee now. She, Bianca came over here as an exchange student in high school and she just fell in love with Napanee and decided that's where she wanted to come back to as an adult. So here she is making delicious Stroop waffles. Yeah, and I've had those Stroop waffles and they're amazing. And I've used Soapy Gnome Soap and it is also amazing. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I'm curious, we're, we're sitting here in 2023. What does 2033 look like for Take Care South Bend? Oh, well, if I'm allowed to dream big, I would love to expand, have maybe two delivery drivers, a handful of employees. I would love to build team take care Mm. Uh, and, you know, just experiencing more opportunities to travel, see other gift basket businesses that are doing similar things in other parts of the country uh, and spending some time with my family, too. Does the does your family play a role in your business at all? Oh, my husband's a great support. He's kind of my unofficial tech support right now. Also, um, the kids are pretty excited about it. They like to tell all their friends and all their friends know my delivery van, of course. <laughs> uh, and sometimes my oldest, who's a teenager now, will come and help staff the shop. Oh, that's awesome. What do you think has been... Um some of the more challenging sides of of being your own boss and being in business? Uh, I think one of the most challenging things is childcare. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only mother who's raising kids. My kids are 11, 11, and 15. Uh, So they're not really ready to be on their own. They need a lot of supervision and help and rides places. So just trying to find that work-life balance is so tricky. Has there been anything, you know, we were talking a little before the podcast about how people consume what you do. Can you share a little about what you what has been your trend? Obviously, during COVID, there were probably, well, all of your orders were online. So mm-hmm. what does that look like now for you? Yeah, right now, it's so interesting. And I'm not sure if this is going to continue or if we're just going to see changes in retail every year from Mm -hmm. now on, maybe so. Uh, Right now, we're seeing a lot more in-person shoppers and they love the events. So we try to plan a lot of seasonal events at the Portage Collective. When we're thinking about 
What does a brick and mortar store bring to our community? Why would someone choose to shop with us instead of going to Target or Walmart? And it comes down to building that community. Um, And in the near Northwest neighborhood where a lot of families live and people walk instead of drive, it's wonderful to put on this bash for the community that people can come and just, you know, enjoy. They don't even have to purchase things to participate in our activities, or they might want to come and get their holiday shopping done. Uh, And that's just been really fun. So we're having a Mother's Day event coming up on Friday and Saturday. Okay, very cool. Who else is housed in the Portage Collective? Okay, this is going to make me nervous because we're changing and growing a lot. So I will try to hit everyone. So um, our main members are myself, Kelly Bailey with Raw Oats and Refillery, Pam Durr of Chips and Doodles, Sheer Brown of South Bend Holla Company, Mind Your Beeswax, that's Jillianne Bean, Ellen Brenneman from Ellen Brenneman Studios. And then we have some more people who are participating as well. So Elizabeth Sue just is just moved in and she is renting a studio space upstairs. She doesn't have retail on the shop yet, but she is using it to sew and make jewelry and she's developing kombucha. So we would be pretty jazzed to have locally sourced kombucha in the shop. Um, We also have a few folks who are doing, we have Eve who's doing breath work and we have Alana who's doing Reiki and readings sometimes out of one of the studio rooms upstairs as well. We have Elevation Cacao Brew is selling, Sunchoke Farms, uh, Bite With Me, Beard and the Boss are all selling out of a shared grab-and-go gourmet fridge. So we've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Oh, Wicked Pop Candles is there and KB Artisans. So I told you I'm going to forget people. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. That's pretty good, though. That's quite a list. Mm -hmm. One, to remember, and two, to have in one place centrally located. That's pretty awesome. So when it comes to what you're looking ahead to, what the, I mean, you're not always going to be connected with the collective. I mean, it seems to be a really good relationship and I don't want you to be like responsible for speaking on behalf of them. But <laughs> I am curious with that that neighborhood, what are you most excited about with what's happening there? Because it seems like there's a lot happening. There is a lot happening. I think what I love most about the near Northwest is that there's plenty of diversity and that... I mean, I'm hoping against all hope here. Right now, it's not really gentrifying. There's more retail opportunities and dining opportunities coming to the neighborhood, but it seems like, knock on wood, from all the neighbors, that the housing there is still affordable, or Mm -hmm. affordable for South Bend, as it were. Uh, So it's just great to see the diversity of shoppers that we get and people just walking by. So in your entrepreneurial journey, where did you seek out resources and what was most helpful or who has been most helpful? Oh, well, South Bend Elkhart Regional Partnership, of course. <laughs> and for real, because we, I did hustle SBE and that was so valuable. I did it during the pandemic, so oh, yeah. it was online. Uh, I think it would be an even better experience now. Yeah. Jessica Scher is an amazing teacher and being able to meet in person and not have to figure out Zoom. Um, it was the first time a lot of us had ever been on Zoom. Yes. So it was, it was tricky yeah. learning when you could jump into a conversation and how to raise your hand and how to even mute your yeah <laughs> and it's unmute. funny thinking about now right because we've done right. it so much now but then it was yeah it was yeah, brand new it was new it was new um and you know just the resources that you get after a program like hustle like a discounted membership at the chamber has been huge for me i think as an online gift basket business Sometimes my customers don't contact the product if they're ordering online. They never see it. So Mm -hmm. they order it 
you know, from the website and then I deliver it directly to their recipient. Mm -hmm. But unless that person could take a photo or, you know, FaceTime them after and say, look what I got. Thank you so much. Uh, They don't have a way of, you know, really knowing. So I started taking pictures just to prove, hey, I delivered this kind of like DoorDash does and letting them know exactly how many small businesses they supported. Yay, you, you supported, you know, nine local businesses today with this one purchase. But because of that, it's really nice to have that like South Bend Regional Chamber membership mm-hmm. on my website so that people can feel assured that, you know, I'm not some fly by night. I'm just going to take your credit card information and run and no one's getting a gift basket thing. Yeah. Well, I will also make a plug back to you. We, we used your services for Christmas gifts one year for our board mm-hmm. and committee members. And it was incredible. The amount of one, to be able to support local businesses and two, for you to help us curate those and three, we don't have a lot of team members, so to have that outsourced to you was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. So I'm just going to shamelessly plug that because it was you. great. Yes. Yeah. So if folks were to want to work with you and your business, how do they find you? Okay. So if you want to be a vendor partner, you can reach out to me by email. So it is info at takecaresouthbend.com. You can drop into the Portage Collective. I'm Right now, my schedule is Wednesdays 10 to noon, or sorry, Wednesdays 11 to 2, and then Fridays 11 to 5. That's when you can usually find me at the Portage Collective. Okay. And then if someone wants to buy from you? Uh, You can buy from me anytime. So you can purchase online. The website is takecaresouthbend.com. You can just click, order, pay, have it delivered, have it shipped, have it set for free pickup at the Portage Collective, or you can have it locally delivered okay. as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I do custom work too. So you can use that email, the info at takecaresouthbend.com and talk about what your budget is for a project, what kind of products you're looking for, things like food allergies for your recipient. So my actual real final question is, where did the name come from? Well, I love plays on words and I knew I wanted South Bend in the title. I had actually had a conversation with Willow Weatherall like over a decade ago, I think, about how everyone was using Michiana and mm-hmm. she thought that was terrible and she wanted to get us, into the <laughs> get us talking more about South Bend. And if it's South Bend adjacent, that's fine, but we should say South Bend. So yeah. I knew South Bend had to be part of it. And I think I just was in a phone conversation and I said, take care at the end. And I thought, well, that's it. That's, I love that. Well, thank you very much for taking time to spend with us and being on this podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you.